Well, hello. I'm Keith Anderson. Welcome back to Worth Living Podcast. Okay, joining me this evening is Kat. Hi, Kat. Hello. And Katie. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so the team is back together tonight, okay, for another podcast. And as we usually do, we have a little chat beforehand, and I think Katie was suggested tonight's topic, okay, relationships, while one has a mental illness, mental health challenges, and as those people who have joined us before, you know that the three of us have had or, or currently have, okay, mental health challenges. Um, so we'll be exploring that aspect uh, of our lives, okay, in terms of our partners, okay. And I kind of stepped up to be the, the first person to, 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 to speak this evening because, well, I'm the oldest. <laughs> okay. You're by a stretch, okay, you know. Um, um, I have dated uh, a lot over the years. Okay, I'll be honest. Okay, um, I, I was a late starter. Okay, late bloomer, I guess you could say. Okay, I was, I, I was your typical nerd in high school. Okay, back when being a nerd was not cool. Okay, so um, that's kind of my my life back in my early early you know, those high school, you know, in early days of university. Okay, so it took a while for me to sort of get up the confidence to even talk to a woman, okay? Um, and over the course of my life, um, there had been three women, three partners, okay, who were special, okay, who, who, were, who were different than, 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 than others, okay, in terms of how I felt and looked at them and what we, what we shared together, okay? One when I was 29, okay, um, she had challenges. Okay, I did not at that time. Okay, I did not know what her challenges were. I knew the behavior that went with it. Okay, a prime example. I would uh, we make plans for the weekend. Okay, um, I you know I I will pick up dinner on a Friday evening. I meet you meet her at her place. Okay, for the weekend I go I pack a bag, pick up dinner. Okay, and go to, go to her place, and she'd be in bed. Okay, just just hidden away. Okay. Um, it got a bit violent at times, okay? I, I might get the toaster thrown at me on occasion, okay? That kind of thing would, would occur. Um, and it became, you know, a challenge for me at that point, okay? Um, it was very sad, very troubling. I did not understand what was happening, and neither did she, okay? And Keith, uh, uh, sorry, no. just to ask a question. You you had not been diagnosed, right? Or, like, had, like, any real experience with your mental health or like what what where were you at i was 29 i was practicing law i was healthy super healthy okay looked after myself okay um had a full productive life okay met this incredible woman okay who was just just you know took me away okay and that's what i was yeah i was strong and healthy okay not not a you know hint of, of, of any concern Okay, so I did, you know, in mental health back then, you know, we're talking many years ago now. Okay, we're talking like 30 years ago. Okay, um, so it was, you know, mental health was not even discussed openly like it is now. Okay, like the discussion like we're having now just did not exist anywhere online. Okay, so you know, it, was a, it was a whole new experience for me. Um, like I said, sad, troubling, okay, upsetting, okay, because I didn't know what was happening, and this woman who was so special to me, was it, just, it wasn't working in practical terms, okay, 
and in time, given everything, it just it would just fade. Okay, um, we took a trip to Florida at one point. Okay, thinking that would rekindle things. Okay, her parents joined us at one point. Okay, it just blew up. Okay, to use that expression. Okay, and very sad. Okay, um, at, at that time. Okay, so you know that was one, you know, incident where I kind of was came across mental health challenges for the first time. Okay. Um, then after years of just dating, okay, um, I met someone else who I've mentioned here before, okay, on some of her podcasts, okay, and she was the love of my life, no question, Mm. okay, um, phenomenal, okay, bright, intelligent, funny, ambitious, I mean, just this, 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 this star, okay, for me, okay, and, um, yeah, I think I've mentioned before, our first date was in Las Vegas, okay? And we went away for the weekend just as friends. And she just disclosed to me, I, I can talk about her to, to this extent because she has given me permission to do so, okay? I, I always like to say that because it's a bit more in-depth of a discussion than, than my prior one here, okay? And uh, we sat on a, on a park bench in Las Vegas the first morning. She told me that I have depression. Okay, and she told me, you know, the lack of support she received and the challenges that she faced because of it, okay. And at that point, I'm, I was in the midst of my own darkness of depression. Did not recognize it as such, okay. My life was, was starting to crumble. I didn't see it, okay. And I told her, look, I said, look, I, I, I care about you. I like you a lot, okay, at that point. Um, and uh, we, uh, I just, look, you know, I, I take you as you are. Okay, let, let, let's explore you know, Las Vegas, that's a great weekend, okay, and see where this goes, okay. And then over the course of the next year or so, my depression took a stronger hold on, on, on my mind and, and thus my life. And I would cut off relationships. I would hide from her. Not, not, I, I wouldn't be able to join her for dinner. And, you know, we made plans. I, I couldn't, you know, come through with them. Okay, I just wanted to go home and, and be miserable and cry and get upset, but... And just this, this angst and turmoil within, within myself. Um, and in time, that would fade. Okay. And um, it's a tough one because she was the special one for me, no question. Um, and uh, we have spoken in, in, in some time now. We said you keep in touch on occasion by texting and such. Okay. Um, I'll be honest, I made a one last attempt, okay, about a number of years ago, okay, um, and it just, you know, circumstances that were such that it just couldn't, you know, you know, nothing would occur, okay, nothing would happen with us, okay, but I had kind of had to make that last attempt just to, just to see, um, but yeah, so that's that, that's a, a rough one, okay. Then um, for me, I then took a break. I did not date, nor was I interested in, in any woman for a good 10 years. Okay. Um, I had to look after myself. I had to get healthy myself. I did my breakdown. Okay. Therapy for about you know, a good two, three years. Strong family support. Um, I worked hard myself to get healthy. Okay. And until I was healthy enough, okay, in my 
mind in, in, in my life. Okay. I, I had no space in my mind for someone else. Okay. Um, I didn't, I had to get happy with it within myself. I had to be comfortable with it within, within myself before I kind of started looking, you know, beyond. Okay. My little life in, in my bedroom. Okay. In, in, in my own little world okay, with my family and such. Um, and then it happened. I met someone. Um, and it kind of threw me a bit. I felt, felt like I was 18 again, not knowing how to talk to a woman. Okay. <laughs> um, um, no confidence. And man, I had confidence before. Okay. I could talk to, 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 to people, to women. Okay. I could, you know, yeah. Okay. Late start, like I said, but I, I caught up. Okay. And, and, and yeah, it was, it was like so, so ten years of of, of 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 not dating, okay. And I met this person, okay. Spent an afternoon together at a coffee shop in Halifax. And uh, in, in our, our, our the chat we had before uh, we came on here, okay. One thing we raised was the idea, you know, how much does one disclose to a new person, to a potential partner, okay. And back then, this is even before Word Living was formed, but I, back then I was starting to do presentations and writing about my journey and such, okay? Um, and it was like, okay, well, you know, yeah, you got to I gotta tell her something here, okay? <laughs> I thought, well, just go for it. Okay, tell her everything. Okay, if she doesn't like it, or if there's stigma, or there's, there's concern, or there's, there's an issue, it'll get it off, you know, it'll be addressed from the get-go, Right. So I told her about my journey, not every detail. Okay, there's no, 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 you know, I thought no need for that at this point. Okay, but just to express that I had, I had depression at one point. I had a breakdown. It took therapy. It took, you know, you know, these actions to, to get healthy. Okay, and she was just so accepting and so understanding. I was just amazed. Okay, not an issue. She thanked me for being so forthright. For being so honest, okay, for sharing, um, and it became part of you know my life with her. Okay, we it, it, we, mm-hmm. we, we we would discuss it. Okay, I had a presentation at one point at, at Acadia University. Okay, for the Mental Health Week. Okay, she shout out to, Acadia. Yeah, Acadia. Okay, back in, you weren't there at that point. I don't, I don't think Acadia. Okay, um, <laughs> and and she joined me. She came. We, we drove Halifax. Okay, to to Wolfville. Okay, to Acadia for the evening, and it was great to have her in the audience. Okay, she heard a little bit more about about you know, and she saw what I did and how important being an advocate uh, in mental health was was to me. So you know, that's kind of you know, my three partners over the years. Okay, um, and how mental health was a part of each one, mm. um, and kind of interesting that that would occur. Um, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of my little, my journey with uh, dating relationships. Okay. Partners and in my mental health. So Kat, what, what are your thoughts? I know you've got some stuff to share tonight. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a key takeaway of yours, um, is really, I think it's fascinating how, um, over the course of your life, a lot of um, your relationships have been with people who are also mentally ill mm-hmm. or at the time they were the mentally ill one and you were not. Sure. Um, it's very different to my experience. Um, I was also diagnosed 
at a way younger age. I was diagnosed at 19. Um, hadn't had that many relationships. I mean, I'd still had some relationships. Um, I hadn't had that many relationships before then. Um, and I expect to have much more serious relationships or I have, you know, etc. I currently have a boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying. It's like 19 you're diagnosed it's like when I look back in 30 years will I even consider the relationships I had before I was 19 maybe maybe not so my relationships I've always been pretty much like the mentally ill one I haven't dated I think I dated one guy in middle school who has mental health challenges besides that all my boyfriends are just like clean as can be when it comes to mental health have never had a problem in their life um my current boyfriend is like, I'm really lucky. I've never had um, these troubles at all. So um, I have a lot to learn. And that's what has been pretty consistent is the boyfriends I've had have all had a lot to learn, Um, which can be, I mean, there really is no better or worse. Um, I know at least when I was in the hospital, they were very adamant about not having relationships between other people in the hospital because they were like you have your own problems you don't have to you don't need to be working on someone else's of course that's for people who are in urgent care of immediate help um so it definitely is different in the real world but um that's just been my experience um my current boyfriend and I we've been dating for about 11 months and um I had a chapter in a book published and on our first date, we talked and I was like, oh yeah. He was like, what do you want to be where, when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be a doctor, but I also want to publish a book. And he was like, wait, really? Like, what do you want to publish a book about? And I was like, well, actually I've already published a chapter in a book. And so we talked a little bit about it, but it was very surface level. And that's just how I am about it in the beginning with relationships. I'm very surface level. Um, very different from you, Keith. You really got into it fast. I am, <laughs> yeah. I am not like that at all. In fact, my current relationship, we just started talking about it within the last few weeks um, because I've been having some mental health challenges. I've been um, rapid cycling pretty much the most intensely since I was diagnosed um, three years three or four years ago, um, rapid cycling with bipolar disorder just means that your moods are going up and down and up and down faster than, um, other people with bipolar disorder. And I'm diagnosed with bipolar disorder with rapid cycling, meaning that my moods shift at least four times a year. So I have at least two manic episodes and two depressive episodes a year, but for the past Mm -hmm. three months I've shifted four times. So four times in three months, even for a person with rapid cycling, that is <laughs> bad news bears, especially when you're already yeah. medicated. Um, it's you got to you got to figure that out. So I had an emergency meeting with my psychiatrist. He upped my medication. There are a lot of environmental factors um, playing into this. Um, it's not just completely out of nowhere, but it's still pretty stressful. And of course, my boyfriend was like, well, why do you need an emergency meeting with your psychiatrist? Like, are you okay? And I was like, well, yeah, like, I'm okay, because I, I know what to do in this situation. But am I okay in that I'm 
the stable person that you knew when you met me? No, not right now. I am. Um, I plan to get back there. Okay. But then it just came into the conversation. Well, what it like? What does this mean? Like, um, I haven't noticed like the past three months, and I've noticed that with my relationships, the, the first feeling that people have is like a, a sense of guilt that they didn't notice or didn't know what to do or weren't that attuned to me. Well, he and I haven't been living together. Like we've been in, I don't know, thousands of miles apart for the past. Um, Actually, I don't know if it's thousands, a thousand. I don't know. He's been um, in Chicago. I've been in DC for the past three plus months. So he hasn't even seen me in person, but he has that sense of guilt that I found very, the common denominator because they're like, I should have known, like, I, like, I talk to you all the time, like, we FaceTime, like, how did I not know? And it's like, well, how are you supposed to know something that I haven't told you about? Mm. Yeah, true. And, like, that's on my end, but I do it on purpose because he's not my therapist. He's not my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to carry the burden. And his initial reaction is, well, I want to carry the burden. And I'm like... No, you don't. Like that is not. That's not sustainable. It's really not. Um, I can't just put all that weight on a person. I wouldn't do it with my friends. I wouldn't pick one friend to dump everything onto. Um, even like my psychiatrist and therapist, like they have different jobs. One prescribes medication and one listens to me. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the, those all into one. Um, whereas some people do. It's just separate and my boyfriend's job is just to be in a relationship with me, be be someone who fulfills me and that who I fulfill and be an equal. It's not an equal if he has to carry all this burden, even if he wants to. So that's that I had to set boundaries. And um, I would say historically, my boundaries are a little bit more that I share a little bit less than some other people do. But that's just where I feel comfortable. And I started explaining to him the symptoms of mania and the symptoms of depression um, and how you can tell them specifically for me. So like how much I'm sleeping, how tired I am, how much I'm exercising, how much I'm eating. I was like, well, when I visited you um, a couple months ago, like I was going through a depressive phase and I didn't even notice it until I was out of it. But then I was like, giving him examples I was like you know how I was just exhausted the entire trip no matter how much sleep we got and he was like yeah um I just thought that you were really tired because um you traveled and I was like well I only traveled for a couple of hours like it was one flight um but I was just exhausted and he was like you're right like that is different from like how I know you and I was like exactly so um that that's a big sign for me. And then he, I was like, and you know how then a few weeks later, I just went on this kick and I was exercising every day, um, staying up late, waking up early. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that was me shifting to more of a manic phase. And he's like, oh, okay. And these like tangible examples helped him yep. start to realize, and those are going to be invaluable going forward. Um, and I definitely, imagine that he'll be able to sense my moods more once we're in person. But um, another thing is that I've been having some very risky behavior recently. Like I've just been 
on a really high high um, just with quitting my job. I quit my job from our last <laughs> um, podcast. Thank goodness. Um, but that just has thrown me into like more of a manic state, like just like something spontaneous, like quitting your job. And then I've had just engaged in some risky behavior. I've been spending a lot of money and just doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Um, and then he's like being able to realize like, oh, this is like m- m- more of a manic face. I'm like, exactly. So we've been um, figuring that out, but um, so I feel comfortable perfect. enough to tell him mm-hmm. and Good. he feels confident that he knows who I am. Just yep. like with my moods, despite my moods, however you feel um, is appropriate. But I think it's going to end up bringing us even closer good to hear so i feel comfortable with it now but i'm definitely a slow burner when it comes to it which is funny because i do these podcasts every week and i (laughs) i i write about it but if you're writing about and doing podcasts like you can really control what you do and and don't say so it's just different interesting but that's me (laughs) great cat yeah Somehow I always end up in the middle of you two. Like, oh, <laughs> why we do this? Um, it's just the way we are. Yeah. Yeah. I've dated mentally ill people as well as people who aren't mentally ill. Uh, I was diagnosed with OCD at 17. So, right off the bat, everyone I've dated, I've been very mentally ill going into it. Um, I actually, <laughs> I I was thinking about some stories I could share, and my first boyfriend, uh, I had a intrusive thought about him that we were related. Like my OCD convinced me that we were probably some sort of cousins, and the compulsion behind that was like, you have to break up with him. Like you know, you just gotta because you're related, and that's gross. Um, and I just remember that being a, like such a weird struggle to have in a relationship, like struggling to to cope with like, are you related or not? It was just like this really weird thing that I thought, is this what dating is going to be like? Am I Is my OCD just going to self-sabotage me and like try to make me end every relationship I have? Um, so that was really interesting going in. Um, I've definitely come across people that are accepting as well as people who really weren't like, I remember dating someone who thought that, uh, the idea of someone who would cut themselves was like this, like really dramatic, awful thing. And I was like, Oh, you're in for a surprise. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) You know, just little things like that. Um, I've always, disclosed almost everything going in I've kind of lived by this mentality that if this person doesn't accept who I am then they're not going to be my person I mean I'm not saying that I on the first date will list all my trauma or anything Mm. to that extreme Mm -hmm. sure however um that's like more like the third date anyway so you know eventually (laughs) I'll be like hey so I have this fun little thing called OCD um no my my you know room isn't organized and I don't shower every day and you know I kind of take it as a moment to sort of um give a bit of a lesson in a way um Mm -hmm. I I just kind of disclose like this is what my life is it's going to come up every now and then I don't expect you to be my therapist I don't expect you to take on a mental health professional role 
um, I just want you to like be with me and, you know, do the kind of things that you would do for anyone else that's struggling with their mental (laughs) health, like go to the movies or go on a walk or just spend time together. So I'm like, I'm like 11 months and Katie's like 11 days. (laughs) Yeah, basically, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I got to a point where I just grew so, uh, so comfortable, uh, talking about it, um, that I almost had to double check myself that I wasn't like going to say anything too scary. <laughs> like I had to <laughs> kind of recognize like, uh-huh. oh, not everyone knows what an intrusive thought is. Not everyone knows what a compulsion is. Um, not everyone is equipped to deal with, uh, you know, wounds from cutting and all that kind of stuff. So it's been really interesting though, because, I think uh, the expectation for when you're mentally ill and entering a relationship is that you're going to be really difficult and that that person's going to really struggle with you and your mental illness. But I find that I've been very helpful in a lot of my relationships and helping people with their mental health challenges. Like I, I find that I'm able to identify when someone is struggling and sort of help them get through that, whether or not it's me assisting them or me saying, Hey, I think you should talk to a counselor and here is a way to reach out to someone. Um, And I think for me, that's because I'm so attuned to my own mental health struggles that I find that people are willing to be vulnerable in front of me and kind of share what they're going through. So I like to think of that as a positive. That being said, I've definitely have had my messy moments in relationships where uh, recently, for example, Um, I had to disclose to my partner that, um, you know, I had recently cut myself and she doesn't really understand what that's like. So we had a conversation where she just kind of said, can we talk about it? Um, You know, like, why do you do it? Is there any way I can help you to, you know, manage that? And it was just really great. It was just a really good conversation. And she wanted to learn more about my OCD. Like she asked me questions ask me about my eating disorder just basically ask me hey what can I do to be there for you like what do you need from me and I thought that was just like this really great thing just having that open communication and for me it's been really interesting because um in comparison to dating her I've been with guys that have clearly had mental health struggles but won't address them at all (laughs) like basically i'll i'll say hey let's have a conversation because you're really going through it right now and um and they'll just shut down and say no i'm like perfectly fine and everything's great and you're over reading into this and everything like that um so i find with my partner Kristen, like we're able to kind of like sit down and say hey i'm having a really shit time right now um i'm dealing with this or hey you know with me my ocd is really bad right now so if i'm acting this way it's not you, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been really, it's been a really healthy relationship and a really positive experience for me. Um, And, you know, like we've set our boundaries and, you know, we're just very open in that way. So I've been very excited about this relationship because I really, really like her and our mental health, you know, like it's just such an open discourse, which is wonderful. And I haven't scared her away yet. So, you know, 
uh, another yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking to someone about that recently because I was like, guys, I told her about my intrusive thoughts and she still wants to date me. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've always been of that mindset. I'm like, yeah. look, if you can't handle all of the dark shit that I have to go through, then you're probably not going to be in this for a long run anyway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're probably not going to be very much into me because at the end of the day, I mean, I write about my mental health. I do this podcast. I talk about it a lot and I never really seem to shut up about it. So uh, they're going to hear about it eventually. And, you know, that's what I see. That's a good now. I just thought about it. And my boyfriend definitely listens to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was going to. So he knows more than he may be letting on. (laughs) I was totally going to tell you that. Yeah. Like I told uh, Kristen about this and she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ryan definitely. Oh, not his name, but that's his name. (laughs) If he definitely like listens to it and doesn't even tell me all the times he listens to it. So he knows something. But again, I mean, the symptoms vary greatly from person to person. Again, examples are key. They're key to writing a paper and they're key to dealing with mental health. I feel like we need a part two on this. Like we're already 30 minutes into it. Definitely a part two. Yeah, that was easy. Okay, for sure. It was so easy. Thanks for chatting with me, guys. Like this has been great. (laughs) And and, uh, to wrap up a little bit, I think it's wonderful that both of you have found supportive partners. Yeah. For accepting (laughs) and understanding and want to learn more. Okay. I think that's phenomenal. Okay. It's so, key. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. good on both of you for that, for sure. Okay. And yeah. our partners, really. Yeah. No point in wasting yeah. anyone's yeah. time. Yeah. It takes trial and error, too. It doesn't just happen immediately. Oh, no. For no, sure. No. And for the record, I'm single again. So, hey. If any ladies are out here listening to this podcast. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're I'm mentally kidding, ill, okay, it's a yeah, bonus yeah. for him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, We're no. just kidding. Yeah. Just a good laugh. <laughs> so part two Always next week, laugh. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Definitely. Have a great one, you guys. Super. Thanks, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye. Okay, take care. Yep. You too.